0: Help Me Be Me is self help for people who hate self help, hosted by me, Sarah May. What I talk about on this show is my personal opinion, and it's not a substitute for professional help. Take what helps and leave the rest. If you're suffering, please call 911 or your local emergency services. Hi friends, it's Sarah May, and this is an episode called Never Forget That Change Is Possible At Any Point In Time. I'm doing this episode because I think it's really easy to get blinded by just doing the same thing for a really long time. Like, we get so in a groove where we're kind of thinking the same things, feeling the same things, repeating the same fishbowl, of our life. And often we don't even realize like, oh, you can do anything new. You can be any new person at any given time. You just have to actually remember that fact. It's so easy to forget that. It's so easy to just get kind of like numbed out by whatever your, your routine is. So I think also when we get into kind of like a repetition state, we kind of get down. It's easy to get depressed and not even realize that you're depressed. Like I feel like you, it's sometimes it's hard to notice if things are just fine, if they're just okay. And if that's the case, one thing you can do is look to your behavior as a sign. Like if you look at your life and you look at yourself and like ask, are you boring? Have you become boring? Is it because you are just exhausted from your routine or is it that you're just not interested in a lot lately like do you feel ever like a blank piece of paper if you feel your sense of aliveness and you feel like a a bubbling energy inside then I feel like that is a sign you're fulfilled like that's a sign you're happy and and when we have that energy we have we're ready to go when we wake up we have a source of inspiration of like Thirst for things like there, you can feel your own passions when you're in that state. So, if you don't feel like you're in that state, if you're more in the like, I don't know, like that kind of energetic state, like I guess things are good, I would just invite you with this episode to tune the engine, so to speak. And I think a lot of it is just reflecting, like looking at what is and asking yourself some questions. Um, I would also say. Heads up! There are very dramatic effects that everyday drinking have on your your just worldview and your mood baselines in general. And if you are practicing drinking every day or drugs, just be aware that affects so much. It affects your baseline for calmness and ability to tolerate stress in your just in your everyday life. I guess it depends on the drug. I shouldn't make a baseline comment like that about all drugs. Anyway, past that, I really just wanted to paint a picture of how change can happen. Because we forget. Like, change can happen so quickly. Everything in your life can change in a single day. But we get into, like, grooves of feeling the same thing. We get into grooves of also feeling powerless sometimes or feeling hopeless and that is when we start to focus on the wrong things. Like suddenly we we just start to look at all the things we can't do and we default to how little control we have. And it's almost like all we're doing is scrubbing for the reasons that we're fucked or the reasons that like our life is hard or all of the obstacles that we wish were not there. That is just like a go-to frame of reference though. It's In other words, it's like a bad habit. It's like saying... Um, Look at my feet. They're not walking. Like, I don't like where I'm standing. In other words, it's just like it's a thought exercise and it's wasted energy. So if we want change, if we want something new in our life, if we have practiced a state of stagnant, like being stagnant and kind of trapped for a long time, one thing we really have to do to make change is be overly ambitious, like set the goal so much higher than what we think is possible and what we see around us. Like we have to almost like level up in our goals as a way to even know what kinds of actions to take. Like as even a starting point. Because we we really have to start by saying like, oh yeah, no, hope is rational. Being hopeful is logical. You might not feel that in your body yet, but it starts by saying, I want way better than this. I want blank. And then we start to begin to align our actions consistently behind that intention. But we have to start there. We have to really mean it and say it and go, like say I'm fucking all in. Like that's where we have to start. And I also, as a part of this episode, just wanted to remind you all lives, every person's life will have so many different chapters, so many different themes in those chapters with so many different selves. And those selves will have such different goals, priorities, things that they realize are important to them. There will be great peaks and thrilling victories and also sometimes plateaus where you can't yet find the door to the next level. So if you have hit a wall and it feels like this wall is just this is the way it is. This is just reality. This is like what my life is going to be. I just wanted to remind you that that is wrong. That's false. You think that because of the way you feel, because of the way things have been repeating, but that is absolutely false. I wanted to bring up a couple of my previous quote walls. Um, when I had that sense of like, well, this is just reality or this is what, how things are. I don't, this is just the world. Like when I really believed I knew what was up. And I will say in general, when we get into those states, it's usually because we're depressed. Like or we have a routine that we kind of get addicted to. Like that becomes our style of living and like we feel like we don't have the energy to move outside of it. And routines can be incredibly addictive or blinding in that they make us feel like that is quote correct you know that is the correct way for our life to be that it is somehow favorable simply because we're so used to it you know when in reality if we were really comfortable with change like if we had constant change we can see that like possibility is around us at all times so if you're feeling stuck I would just offer up a couple of these random walls from my life, like when I was like, oh, this is the way the world is. One was when I was in high school. I was basically like about to fail out of high school. Um, And I was pretty much like, yeah, the point of my life was like going to be on drugs. That was it. And I didn't know at the time I had really severe untreated post-traumatic stress disorder. And I was also for like lots of different kinds of traumas. And I was in a uh, like intense grief f- over the death of my best friend, which are huge, huge factors. But I didn't realize those were factors. And so for me, it was just like the world was kind of a joke. Like life was kind of a joke, like a stupid joke. And it made me just kind of like be like, I don't fucking care. What the fuck is the point of this shit? And when you're in a state like that, you are set up, To have so many more traumas because of your lack of ability to a protect yourself and b function in a healthy way, and we all have to cope somehow to in order just to exist, you know. And a lot of us who have traumas, when we're in active um, the active wake of those traumas, we have to grab whatever is closest to us that does the trick to soothe that trauma so I had in that state I was like oh this is the fucking joke that is reality like how pointless and dumb is this and I had to really confront uh all of that pain and all of the real mess like I really had to like look at the fucking giant mess that was my life in order to start to like see how to dig dig the way out to the door. Like the door was basically buried and I had to like dig to the door, which took like years, you know? But once you start to feel the wall in front of you and you start to feel for the door, then it's just a process, it's a process. And once I was able to like put one thing in my favor, like, oh, now my chemicals are a little bit more regulated. Then my brain started coming back online. And then my brain was like, oh, I want, I actually like to learn things. I'm excited to learn. I want knowledge. So it's like one thing affects another thing, affects another thing, affects another thing. But before any of that, the world I saw was just so boring and so gray. I had no desire to do anything except drugs. And that was the only reality I could see from within that chemical hole that's just one example of a chapter of life that I'm like that person is the same person that I am but it a vers- a version of my person that did not have access to so much other awareness another interesting wall that's on the opposite side of this experience is much much later in my life I was I would say pretty happy super high functioning, but I was in that self-work stage where I was ingesting so much like positive content. And most of it was so oversimplified about how to become successful and how to be like your best self. And I got into that like ingrained routine of like, I'm doing all the fucking shit. I'm journaling every day. I'm doing all my gratitudes and I am doing my yoga to the point where I was like muscling that energy. And I started to get frustrated that I wasn't at the end of the rainbow. Like, I'm like, why am I not there? I want to be there. I'm so upset I'm not there. To the point where I'd be like crying. So upset that I wasn't like, I haven't self-actualized. Why am, why are all these fucking gratitudes not fucking working? Like, not I'm exaggerating. But like, in that energetic state, I had created a weird, uh, like I'm like, why is this teleportation device not working? And I could not see that I had created a wall. Like in my own focus, I had created a wall that was making me practice a loop of lack, like a constant loop of, I need that outside stuff. I need that outside thing. Otherwise, this life is broken. So it's like the perspective in itself, my energy behind it was the problem. And that that world from this energetic perspective was like, oh, this world is broken. Like this thing is wrong. When in reality, there was nothing wrong at all. It was just the perspective. Two totally opposite examples. I only brought those up in case it jogs any insight in you as to how your actual thought processes might be, or your actual chemical energy might be creating a false reality and blocking you from resources that are readily available if you just reach behind you instead of in front of you. I hope that made sense. (laughs) Um, But anyway... I would also say there is such a thing as overcorrecting. I don't wanna like throw another variable into this mix because if you're like, I'm on the same page, like this is another opposite variable. I will say there's also the opposite thing that happens when you get really good at mindfulness. That sounds weird, but like when you get into a total meditative, you know, lack of attachment state, you can kind of overcorrect to be so complacent and at ease where you like actually start to like remove too much from your life, if that makes sense. Like I would say I re- I got into that state not too long ago where I had built such a strong routine and such a strong container and I was like so good at not attaching to anything to the point where I'm like, I don't even know how I feel about anything (laughs) like is this all good or is this bad the only thing I had to really hold on to was like I don't feel super energized about the things that are in the container that is my life like outside of my children who I'm and my husband who are I'm like I love being around them and hanging out with them and friends and all that stuff I would just say like sometimes we can get into that over you know I am now so calm and so mindful that like Maybe I, I need more contrast in my life, if that makes any sense. So all that to say, let's look at our brains. Let's look at where our lives are and know that all change is possible. So if your brain is blinded by your routine, it's going to tell you like, no, nope, that's not likely. Or maybe it's coming from another person in your life. You know, maybe it's your apparent It's saying like, yeah, no, you can't do that. It's not practical for you. And that's, whatever it is, that's bullshit because you can absolutely do anything you choose to with your life at any stage of your life. And I think a lot of it um, is easier to do or to see if you have a person in your life who's doing that, who's going for it, who's changing themselves frequently. If you have someone to model yourself against, Um, It's super helpful. So if you have anybody that sounds kind of like that in your, in your sphere right now, like tether yourself to them and just watch what they do. And that is how we can jump from window to window. And I brought up a window because there was this episode I did a long time ago that's about when life feels limited, open up a window, um, I'm calling it back because I think it's a really good metaphor. Like when we cannot see the answer in what is around us currently, we just have to look inside another window, inside another life, or inside another totally new resource that we haven't tapped before. And this can be like a portal to seeing a completely new set of normal that we haven't even considered as heart is accessible to us, you know? Like whether that's visiting with a friend who seems like they have a very healthy lifestyle or a lifestyle that seems like full of life and joy and success and fruit of all kind, you know? Or maybe that's a book or maybe that's a new podcast or it's hanging out with a coworker who's very happy and confident. Whatever it is, it's like someone who who you can witness in how they gain traction. And we could just like emulate that. It's, it, it can be that simple of a starting point. Um, but outside of that, if you are a person who is feeling stuck, I just wanted to say like, of course you feel that way. Of course you do. It's not your fault. If you feel stuck, of course you do. I mean, it's there is no wonder that you would based on Whatever the current ratios are in your life of the things you do throughout your day. And I would just look there first. Like whatever you are doing in your day is likely the leading cause of this feeling. Or if it's, you know, if it's not like an obvious past trauma or an obvious, you know, chemical thing in your brain. Like outside of that, that it's usually the exact contents of how you spend your days. And it could be, quite simply, that if you removed the thing in your day that makes you feel shitty and exhausted, that the rest of your life would be easy, light, and awesome. And, you know, so if you're not in active mourning, or you're not processing some trauma, feeling not awesome is most often usually a resource problem or a chemical setting. So with all that, here are some tools for you to just dabble with in resetting your perspective a little bit. But first, a brief word from our sponsors. And if you guys like this show, please support our sponsors because it helps us a ton. I wanted to introduce you guys to Headspace. Headspace is, for me, it is like the meditation app. It's my meditation app, and it is designed for a personality like mine where I just don't want so many buttons. I don't want so many options. I just want it to feel meditative in the way I use the app itself. What Headspace is, is a way to improve your mental health. It's a way to improve your baseline for stress. There are guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, so much more. With an app like Headspace, it really makes mindfulness as a practice something that you can easily do in your own life. Like it's not going to overwhelm you. It's so simplified and it fits really well into a schedule that is perhaps very overwhelmed already. Like I do mine right before I go to bed and it's Always like, okay, yeah, I can do 15 minutes. I can handle 15 minutes. And it makes you feel a lot more resourced, like as a person. It's just, it gives you that quiet break room in your mind when you need it throughout your day. Highly recommend it. I I just like love, love the interface itself. Headspace has helped me and more than a hundred million people worldwide. They can help you too. Listen up, you do not wanna miss this. I've arranged something special. For a limited time, all of you can try Headspace for free for 30 days by going to headspace.com slash helpmebeme. You won't find this offer anywhere else. You must use my link, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash helpmebeme to unlock all of Headspace free for 30 days. This is not something they normally do. Headspace.com slash helpmebeme. All right the first tool is called try on someone else's life. I kind of touched on this already but if you can't imagine yourself outside of what you're currently doing pick anyone that seems like you like their life in some way. You like what they do. You like the things they get to do and just imagine like you get to live as them. Like you get to go through all the things they get to do. You get to shop at the places they shop at. You get to go to the same restaurants you get to meet the same types of people like where do they go how do they dress what are the kinds of activities they're into like what is their their level of discipline what time do they wake up in the morning what are the types of meals they eat what are the types of outfits they have on all of that stuff just like I think for us to be able to think differently we can start to model somebody else and then we feel energetically new We start to feel a little bit excited, like oh, I feel special, I feel cool, I feel interesting. I have a secret that no one else knows. Like there are all these weird, cool um, bells that start to go off. If we can like jump into some other type of, you know, track from somebody else's life. Um, That's the first tool. Second tool. I wanted to recap this one. It's my recipe for happiness. I call it teaspoon of happy. Like I look at happiness as a literal cooking recipe for a single day. And I just want you to check your recipe because change could be that simple. It's like, oh, I forgot. I'm putting three cups of salt into this cake recipe. That's what's not tasting so good. Um, There's a book I recommend to everyone that's called Lost Connections. And so if you're feeling like a lack of meaning in your life, I would say check out that book see what it has to offer, but like, it's likely due to an ingredient in your day. And so you are a recipe tweak away from being happier, more balanced, more okay, more yourself. And it's, it can be also a matter of mixing a couple new, better things into that recipe. So let's just ask that. What can you mix in just little by little into your day? that allows you to be more inspired, more joyful, more playful. What can bring more laughter? Or maybe it's more about just like serenity and being grounded, you know? Is there a new book that you need to start reading? Is there a new radio station playlist that you need to play every single time you have downtime, like just little tiny teaspoons, tiny tiny tweaks. What what what's one? All right, the next tool Check your chemical addiction. Literally every mode of thought, every routine of thoughts that we have is sort of like an addiction. Like we can get super used to just being, I'm the angry person. I'm a stressed person. I'm a busy person. I'm a person that's always a little bit overwhelmed. Like that in our body is kind of like in a weird way, Something that feels good, you know, like it feels because it's like there's so many chemicals, we can kind of get used to feeling them and it's almost like we default to those. So I'm just inviting you to check whatever that is, if it's happening for you, because it's almost like a baseline that we fall back on and it's, it can be simple enough that we can, if we do notice, like let's say you do notice that that's something that's happening in your body, we can step back. In the moment that it's starting to occur and just witness like first of all we have to just just notice it second of all we have to decide i don't like that and i don't want to do it anymore and the next thing we have to do is like the moment it starts to arise in your physical body step back witness your body go into the sensations in your body and take steps to redirect it it sounds like we don't have control But we actually do. It's just about when we choose to activate that control. And oftentimes, all of that reactivity is coming about as a reaction to fear over outside factors. And so when we get into that kind of panicky go-to, we have to just notice, oh, I'm flailing and feeling like I'm powerless in my life, when in reality... I can move through my life because the truth is I can only be at one place at any given time. I will only ever be doing one thing at any given time. So I really energetically have to remind myself that it's okay to feel calm and it's okay to be paced in how I move about my day. The energy I bring to the day is the only variable. That's the main variable of how I will experience all of these things that I, go, I move through. Like the, the things I move through are neutral in many ways. I hope that made sense. The next tool, this is my favorite, favorite tool in this whole episode, is an acceptance ritual. I wanted to invite you to accept whatever is not working in your life. All that it is and anything that needs to change. And like take joy in that action and just welcome that, welcome that truth because it's a blessing. Like no matter what it is, don't worry. Like it just is. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to battle with it. You don't have to hide from it. You just have to respect what it is. And if you're going to disappoint people, if it's going to be a hard conversation, like look forward to all of those because it's, It will free you, you know, it will allow your life to correct itself. I love that all friction and confrontation is also like coming to an invisible doorway. Like what new option is presenting itself? Like what is this new path that we actually need to be able to walk through? In many ways, we just have to remember that we can't walk forward unless we open that new door and in order to see the new door we have to confront the truth of all the realities it just is so something must change and it's very much out of your hands and that's a great thing it means that like we get to get off the hook you know i don't have to f- i don't have to solve it i don't have to battle with reality anymore i don't have to hide from reality it's like that's great news and if the news of what is has to change is something that feels very overwhelming and negative like it just it's just the truth like it's not on you it's not for you to like apologize for it's just the truth and that is always a blessing for you to just welcome it I hope that made sense all right the next tool never say no to smooth jazz (laughs) You will, um, I don't know if you loved smooth jazz already, then this is, think of a different name, but I did not love the smooth jazz myself, but there will be times in your life when you need new things, when your chemistry will demand it. Uh, titration is this process in chemistry of how to maintain like basically the balance of a, a whatever contents, let's say it's, let's say it's milk. And when you're introducing a new chemical and you're trying to maintain the chemical balance so that this new mixture can tolerate it, we have to titrate. We have to do it at a very specific pace in order for it to not, uh, you know, break apart. So in if this titration is your life, what needs to be tweaked? Like how can you, as you introduce some new Thing in your life let's say it's change let's say it's something that's very scary and stressful what needs to be tweaked what is the balancing agent for me yeah, I started listening to smooth jazz on my way home as a way to just calm the stress in my physical body I also started taking more hot baths but be creative in the new ingredients you welcome into your life as you push yourself toward new change and be open to like maybe this will feel different to me today. Like we become such different people. Not only do our bodies entirely regenerate, but our person also regenerates at different times in our life. And this person might feel completely different about something we thought we hated for all the years previous. All right, next tool is called Ask Your Life and Your Body. Often our body uh, reacts more knowingly before our mind does, like before our mind notices. Like the thinking mind is not the wisest part of us. So when it comes to like a reality that we can't accept, often the body knows. Or when it comes to like a danger signal, the body will know before our conscious thinking mind knows. So knowing that, how can we take note from our lives and any other visual feedback of our behavior to see how we feel and like what is actually going to light us up and what should we head toward that is maybe not presenting itself in our thinking, like in what our brain thinks we should do. Because our mind will see rules and ways to protect us, like to stay the same or defend ego. But our body and our being might feel so overjoyed at trying something new and sometimes because it's so scary we will need to have that feedback in just like our little literal observations of ourselves so it's almost like you're now an Attenborough nature documentarian and just like begin to take mental notes on yourself just become aware of like the like physical cues of I feel happy and alive like For example, like I can see that I'm singing in the car more, or I can see that I'm speaking in a louder voice after blank or because I was wearing blank, or I can see that I have more energy when I hang out with blank person or after I do X, Y, Z activity, like just begin to study the cues of when you feel the most like your original self. Like who is that person that is most like you as a kid and in a good way, the kid self. And those are like the little little flags that wave to say like, this is the path. This is the path that wants you, that is attracted to you, that's calling you. I hope those are helpful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a shorter one today. Um, And before I close... I wanted to thank my latest sponsors Matthew a new Patreon sponsor thank you so very much and Casey a new donation from you thank you so much and Eva holy shit thank you so much for your donation it was amazing I'm so grateful anyone out there who has the means donations help me out so much if you don't have the means I completely get it if you could share this with someone that you think it could help that always helps me Or um, leave a review on iTunes. That's also amazing. Or on whatever platform you're streaming this. I welcome them all. Um, And in closing, allow yourself to be led by your energy and just notice when your soul gets brighter. Like what is it that you are doing that is activating that in you? Like what is it in your life that lights you up? Some things, you know, Sometimes things will stress us out, but they're actually also making us happy and inspired. Like when you're working really, really hard, it's stressful, but you also sometimes in those moments feel so fucking proud of yourself, you know? So sometimes it's ironically hard to know what makes you the happiest holistically as a human being. And I think when we start to allow ourselves to ask not things based on, you know, survival or success metrics or leaping careers or titles or whatever. When we start to ask, like, what is it that you want to have done in your life? Whatever that thing is, it also, that thing wants you because it brings the truest you out. So I invite you to follow that and foster that knowledge. For me, I know it's my children, being with my children, raising my children, my husband, but also my creativity and my voice of my own life, my, the, the help I have to give. Like all of that is my church and my totem pole for how my life can be full of energy and joy and how I can thrive. And so I'm always asking, like, how do I align behind those things more? How do I serve those things? That is how I personally light up from within and shine. And other people, when you activate this in yourself, like they feel it and they have it activated just right back, you know, like it makes other people feel energized too. So it's not selfish. So how can you activate more of that in yourself, knowing that your conscious mind is not necessarily the wisest. Like what are other cues around you that can inform you and feed you in this area? And I hope, I hope you have fun. I hope this is a joyful practice for you. And I send you my love and don't forget to smile.